Welcome to the Republic of Work podcast. To celebrate International Women's Day, we asked our members Anya and Lauren from WeAreReilly.com to discuss their work on sustainability, period poverty and their product in feminine hygiene. This podcast is hosted by the brilliant Muriel Foley of MGFT Digital Marketing Consultancy. We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast as much as we enjoyed recording it. Welcome, everyone, and happy International Women's Day. So my own name is Muriel Foley. I am the MC of today's podcast. You may know me from such things as the Content is King podcast, which we also record here in Republic of Work. And I'm also the founder and managing director of a digital marketing consultancy, MGFD. But today is not about me. It's about these beautiful women in front of me. So today I am joined by two out of the three brains behind We Are Riley, Anya and Lauren. And I'm going to start off by asking Anya to describe a little bit about your business um, so that our listeners will know. And Lauren, feel free to chime in whenever. Perfect. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Riley is a subscription service for eco-friendly sanitary products. So for the men listening, it's tampons and pads. Um, We started our business in in April of last year. We launched a market. And so we're 10 months in, nine, 10 months in now into our journey. And we are delighted. Things are... Yeah, it's all go. Um, I suppose, as you say, we came up, I suppose, with the idea Christmas time 2020. And we started working on it in January. And we launched to market, yeah, last April. So it was... Really Quick short. process. Yeah, we worked hard and we all had full-time jobs at the time. So you can imagine we were not fun to be around. Yeah. Um, but it was great. Yeah. So we're nearly 10 months trading now. That's amazing. I feel like I've known the Riley brand for so long. And then when you said nine or 10 months, I mean, it's amazing how far you've come in such a short amount of time. But we need to we need to circle back now a small bit, right? <laughs> because... You said you all had like full-time jobs. You came up with the idea in December and you started working on it in January. So tell me a little bit um, about, I suppose, your own relationships with each other, how far back that goes, and then what sparked this idea. Tell me about that. Yeah. (laughs) So Lauren and I have um, known each other since we were kids. Our parents actually introduced us. They made us go on a play date. Um, As teenagers, bear in mind, we weren't actually that young. (laughs) Were you three? Um, About 15. It's kind of awkward. We were too old to be on a play date. But um, yeah, we've been best friends ever since. And then Fiona and the other, I suppose, brain power behind Riley. Um, I went to school with her here in Cork City. And tell me about this idea. Tell me how it came about. And are you all kind of entrepreneurial So tell me a little bit about your background in terms of how it came about. Yeah, I suppose how it came about was so natural. Like we were up in my house in Dublin at the time and just before Christmas and we were having a glass of wine and catching up. So I had met Fiona through Lauren years ago as well. So I knew Fiona too, we were friends. And um, we were sitting around and I actually got my period and none of us had any period products. And we were like the classic case of kind oh. of checking all of our coat pockets yeah. and our handbags and everything. Um, just couldn't find any. And we were laughing so much. We were like, how is this happening to us? Like three women in our 30s and not a period product between us. Yeah. Like, it's where we insane. don't know this is coming. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Surprise everyone. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, so that's kind of how the idea came about. And we were like, how is this not a delivery service? How is this not subscription? How do we not have a period product? And how, are we, how do we get one? So we kind of started, obviously, Googling everything. And we found a couple of subscription services and then um, in the UK. And mm-hmm. then we kind of fell down this rabbit hole of discovery in terms of like what was really in period products, how much it was contributing to waste, uh, to landfill, and also like what we were really putting in our bodies. Because I suppose we'd never really looked it up before. It was something that has been happening to us since we were, you know, 12, 13, 14. And we've never explored like, wait, wait a minute, what are these products? What are in them? What are we putting in our bodies? Yeah, so kind of, and I suppose an idea that started off as kind of, I suppose, convenience being, I suppose, the key aspect very quickly kind of, I suppose, changed when we, yeah, we learned kind of that the products that we were used to using were just how bad they were for our body and for the planet. So from there, that was really, I think, the light bulb moment for us of kind of like, this could be a good idea to like, we have to do this. Um, so hence the kind of like really quick turnaround, I think it was for us to kind of make that decision in terms of going for it. So I think we all went away for Christmas and kind of took that time to be talked to kind of our respective families and partners to kind of, are we up for this? You know, it's yeah. going to be a long road ahead and are we up for it? Um, and we all came back first week of January, like 100% sure <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were all definitely. in. Yeah, that's incredible. I think when you get an idea like that and then you still think about it the next day and the next day, you know then there's something in this. I actually think that night we were together, we were like, this is it. You know, there's no way we can't do this as well. Yeah. And especially like the three of us have been friends and mm-hmm. to be able to do it together was incredible as well. Fiona had owned her own business previously. Mm-hmm. So she actually sold that business to um, start Riley with us. And as we mentioned, myself and Lauren were working full time in, in different jobs. On the entrepreneur side, I'd say I always had it in me. My dad had started his own business. So I think I was like, waiting for something. I always knew I was going to start my own business, but I just didn't know when it was going to be or how. So when this came along, I was like 100% all in. So and I think, Lauren, you were probably quite similar. Yeah, I think kind of, you know, always kind of having that curious kind of mindset of kind of ideas and everything else. But, you know, it's very different, I think, having ideas and concepts about starting a business versus the reality. I think the hardest part for me anyway was just that initial ripping off the bandage and just being like, let's do this, you know, because you kind of have to just take that leap of faith. Um, like financially, everything, you know, socially, it affects your so many aspects of your life, just kind of in that sense. So, um, whereas I just walked into my job and quit. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Yeah. We, I took a week of annual leave the week we launched and I was like buzzing about it at the weekend. I was saying to my boyfriend at the time, uh, my, bo- my current boyfriend, uh, at the time I was saying to him. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> Still together, by the way. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> no, but I was buzzing about it and I was like, couldn't stop talking about it. And he was like, well, that's it. You're just going to have to go in and quit on Monday. And I was like, yeah, yeah I am. That's that's exactly know, what I'm going to have to do. Mad. And I was in London at the time, so I kind of had to like, I suppose I couldn't afford to stay there. So it was very much kind of a couple of months of just trying to like sell my house, pack up my things and kind of get back to Ireland, I suppose. Wow. Um, luckily, my parents took me in. So, um, yeah, kind of it was a couple of months of kind of transition for all of us. But um, yeah. So, OK, so you're three friends. You have this amazing idea. You see, I mean, you've done your research and it's just that confidence then of where we are actually able to do this. So obviously doing it as a trio and having that relationship, I suppose, how did that benefit you in terms of like some of the challenges that you might have faced? But also tell me a little bit about, you know, even working together, how there might have been challenges within the three of you working together as well. And like, 
you know, would you recommend friends kind of getting together and doing it or what advice would you give to people? So tell us about your challenges and maybe some advice about working with your friends that closely. Yeah, I think at the beginning when we launched Riley, it was pretty amazing how quickly we all kind of, I suppose, had the same. It was like we all had the same concept of what Riley was going to be in our heads without even kind of, I suppose, putting too much of a brainstorm behind it, like even coming up with the name, coming up with the branding, coming up with the colours. It took us no time at all. We were all so aligned on kind of what we wanted it to be, which was great. But I suppose kind of working together longer term, there has been challenges, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because it's a different dynamic, I suppose, of your friendships. Um, And like, you know, when things get stressful or things aren't going great, that's, of course, when those things come to the fore. Um, So it definitely takes work. But we do do that a lot. The trust is there from the get-go. So I think that's really important, you know, to start a business with people that you trust and that you respect and that as well you want to learn from too. Like every day when we started, like Lauren and Fiona think so differently to who I do uh, from me. And like Lauren would say something and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's brilliant. (laughs) How did I not think of that? And like, so it's incredible to work with people every day that you learn from every day. And I think that when you are starting a business, it is very difficult to go alone. So having people in your corner with you celebrating those massive wins and celebrating those massive losses is is amazing to have, you know, but we work so hard at it. Like we are very conscious of our friendships, like Lauren and I are like sisters and, and Fiona, we're all family. So we're very conscious of respecting that relationship and our professional relationship as well. So it's a lot of work um, and we know ourselves very well now, I would say. Um, but I definitely would advise people if you're going into this to spend that time working on yourself as well so that you know each other's strengths and weaknesses and, and how to communicate with those as well. Yeah. And we carve out time specifically to do that as well and kind of focus on trying to kind of improve communications or yep. how we can work better together. And we actually actively, I suppose, work on that. That's honestly really good advice for people because I know when you have like that, the glass of wine and you're like, let's do this together and like, let's, you know, let's start a business. And I think like knowing that, you know, it's not always going to be sunshine and roses, but also knowing that if the trust is there, if you can communicate and I'm sure it's kind of a work hard, play hard, like that you celebrate the milestones. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, we play hard. (laughs) No, we have loads of crack. We do, yeah, we're very lucky. That's amazing. It is that thing of you do have so much fun at the same time. The highs are high and the lows are low. It's that classic kind of analogy. Definitely, Yeah. yeah. But that's important too. It's so important. And I think it's something that we're conscious of that maybe we don't celebrate enough. So we're trying to make sure we do celebrate those milestones. And yeah. I think we we can be kind of hard on ourselves. Yeah. Um, so I think it's we're very conscious to be like celebrating. and yeah. mm-hmm. But it's um, definitely something, as you said, like I could never have done this alone. You know what I mean? Because I think, you know, there's times when I'm like feeling like burnt out or, you know, you've had a busy few weeks. And then, of course, only like Fiona will recognize that and flag that and they'll pick up the slack or, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. check in on you and vice versa. You know, all three of us are never going at, you know, 100% at the same time in tandem. So it's just having those kind of, I suppose, the balance and the people to kind of support you along the way. Yeah, it is. You need the support, like no matter what. Um, and to be able to have Fiona and Lauren is incredible. Um, and to have someone, two people to always have your back as well, to be like, guys, am I terrible at this? And they're like, no, you're the best. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sad girling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also it's more fun. Yeah. Oh it yeah. It's, it's way fun. more fun. Uh, like that's the thing because I mean, I um, I own my own business as well, but I am kind of like a solopreneur and I look at the likes of Riley and I'm like, I just feel like you you just have this lovely dynamic between you all and it's nice to know like that if you're having the bad day and 
I'm sure like you may have experienced imposter syndrome at some stage where you're like all of the time. (laughs) And I think it's something that business owners just doesn't really ever go away. It just gets worse some days than others. So it's great to see that you ladies have each other's backs. And that's what International Women's Day is about as well. Um, So tell me about the projects that you're working on as well, because not only are you a sustainable brand, which is stunning. There's also a project that's involved in your brand as well. And I'm so intrigued about this. And I know our listeners would love to hear about it too. So tell me all about Development Pamoja. Yeah, we'd love to. So Development Pamoja is an Irish registered charity in Kenya. And it was actually our co-founder Fiona was coming back from traveling and she volunteered there. And she met everyone and, and spent some time there. So when she came back and, you know, we started Riley and from the first day we said we wanted to do Riley, obviously, and, and create this this brand. But it was so important to us to give back. Um, it was at the forefront of our minds. So, um, yeah, we began working with, with them from the very first day. And one euro for, um, from every box sold goes to Development Pomoja. We sponsor um, a menstrual program there. So a um, doctor led visits to 10 schools over there and also to provide them with product as well to for the children because in Kenya 65% of girls miss out on school every year because they have their period they don't have the products that they need um, and they're you know messing uniforms and things like that so they just don't attend school so they miss their education so it was something that we felt really strongly about and um, so yeah we sponsored the the program over there for the doctor to go to um 10 schools to give out um period products and also for education as well so yeah and i think the education piece as well was kind of you know providing products is great and all but i think as Anya mentioned like the taboo over there is a big thing that if you're mm-hmm. kind of you know menstruating you typically don't leave the house so you shouldn't be going to school and it's crazy Um, So kind of actually teaching the girls about menstrual health and kind of, you know, how normal it is and, you know, how to manage it. That was really important. But what's great is because it's a small charity and we have real close links to them, we know exactly, you know, what's happening on the ground out there. Like we have a WhatsApp group and we can literally see what's happening day to day, which is amazing. But um, they're also making all of the boys attend all the education classes, too. So it's not, you know, for something to actually change or for a stigma to change, the men need to know just as much as the women. Otherwise, nothing's going to change. So, you know, there's girls and boys from a young age now having to attend these classes, which is amazing. That is phenomenal. And I think actually when I saw that your brand like was launching and I had the old snoop on the website, I was like, oh, my God, they're helping people in Kenya because I spent some time volunteering in Mombasa in Kenya as well. So I have a bit of a grow for oh, cool. that part of the world. And I think the fact that not only are you like you've built this sustainable brand, you're also giving back and I think that's for trading nine, ten months and you're doing all of this already is fantastic. So I have to take off my my little hat to my virtual hat, <laughs> tipping my virtual hat. Um, so because obviously marketing is something I absolutely love and mm-hmm. it's all it's it's my life. Um, I have to talk about your marketing because I do follow you on social media and I have to say like Your content is brilliant. And I think it's that kind of perfect mix between education, but also like relatable, entertaining content. So part of your brand is you're kind of taking that stigma away from talking about your period, your menstrual cycle, the time of the month. So what is the kind of idea behind that? And I suppose in terms of like your social media plan and how you kind of you have blown up all over social media. So what is the kind of brand plan there? 
Yeah, again, I think it was um, part of where I suppose, as well as doing good or being in business for good, creating that community was important, as you say. And I think we were all kind of so fed up with people not talking about periods or kind of making an issue about them. It happens to literally half of the planet, you know, for X amount of years of their lives. It's so normal. Mm -hmm. And it's just was bonkers to us that people weren't speaking about it. So we really kind of wanted to be a bit raw and kind of out there with our content initially. Yeah. Um, Women don't actually play tennis in their whites. Like, who knew when they had their period? It was a big shock, but... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's not blue liquid. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, we kind of just wanted to be a bit, like, keep it real. Um, And, yeah, have a bit of fun with it as well. And kind of, you know, it's just normal. You know, it happens to everyone. Let's just get through it and have a bit of crack, you know what I mean? But also kind of educate along the way. And I think the more than feedback we got, we kind of, you know... Like some of Oni's friends kind of got in touch about having like endometriosis and kind of other things. And we just wanted then to start talking about all sorts of kind of female health topics Mm -hmm. Um, because we just think it's a really underserved market. Um, And we just wanted to, I suppose, create as much education around it as possible. And the plan is to continue to do that. Yeah, definitely. Just to create that trusted, safe space. I think when we were growing up as well, it wasn't something that we had when when we were, you know. <laughs> yeah, like even if like it was always that thing where if you had your period, you'd be like, like everything is so quiet and it's secret yeah. and the tampon up your sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> or like coughing when you're opening the packaging, yeah. even when you're in a women's bathroom. Yeah. What was that? Like it's yeah. just it's so crazy. Anyone else get a book? Did you hear about their first period? I didn't period? get a talk. I got a book too. I got a book. And a little pamphlet, and like you're like, okay, yeah, I know everything. Now. This is confusing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I suppose we wanted to create a space for us all to talk about it, really. Yeah, um, and just to open up that conversation and you know for men and women to get involved it's it's both sides we we knew so little growing up but obviously we were experiencing it men know even less so mm-hmm. um it's important to really get that content out there um and to create that community it's it's really really important to us and in terms of what you would say is your kind of best marketing channel now for sales or for getting subscriptions mm-hmm. is there a standout channel for you now or is it a mixture? Because um, you are quite popular on a lot of the channels. Yeah. You're like, oh, all <laughs> yeah. of them. <laughs> no, it's an interesting one because um, we have been so fortunate that we've gotten so much support in Ireland to date in terms mm-hmm. of press. And, you know, as you mentioned, we were on the Late Late Show as well. So we've been so supported um, in those channels, which is probably quite unusual for such a young brand to to have that support from the press. So, um they that has all contributed obviously to sales um and then we have you know our social medias and things that we we put a lot of work into so i think we were quite fortunate in how much we were picked up and how much we were supported with as well so it was mm-hmm. kind of um multiple channels that contributed to to sales brilliant so even you know as like little or little women as like <laughs> Oh, little, women. little women. <laughs> little women. We always say like little women's Christmas. What are we as well. doing here? We're only little women. There are us little women. Um, but like, I suppose younger aspiring female entrepreneurs. You know, they like. I think that the the three of you ladies are definitely like you are people that they will look up to. And I think the fact that you're kind of you know you work together, you had this vision, you brought it to life. But you're also human at the same time, you know, so it's like even it's it's just nice to see even today where you're like a little bit like, oh, when do we talk or, yeah. you know, it's it's nice to see that human side. But tell me about the Late Late Show, because um, 
you had to go on it. And, <laughs> oh you know, I think that people think like, oh, well, they have their own business, so they must be like they're bossing it. They're like walking into studios being like, hey, you know who I am? Like, but really you're human at the same time. So like, tell us about that experience. Yeah, so I was at home one day in Cork and my uh, dad came down with a scrap of paper with an ad- email address on it. I don't even think he knew what an email address was, but he was he been listening to the radio and they were calling out that they were looking for businesses to go on for this segment they were doing on the late late, and that we had to email this email address. And he gave me the piece of paper, and then so I just emailed it and I kind of put in our story. Um, and that day they rang us um, and they asked us, "Did we want to be a part of the show?" Um, which was amazing and so exciting. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, it kind of took a turn when it found out that after COVID all three of us weren't able to kind of be on the show. Anya was actually abroad at the time so it was meant to be Fiona and I going on but then the day before they rang and said it could only be one of us because of COVID restrictions so I had to go alone and then the nerves started kicking in that double time. Um, but it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we went there at like 3pm in the day and you got to see the studio and the setup and there was loads of businesses there which were just amazing. Um, yeah, and but the nerves for sure kick in. I think live television and there was a live audience and the lights and the cameras mm-hmm. and I was shaking in my boots. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, apparently it didn't come across that way. Yeah. Um, but as we were saying before, yeah, I was just scared my voice would come out cracked. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got through it. But I think everyone was in the same boat. Like mm-hmm. All of us were at a similar stage of business. No one was used to the television or... Yeah. So we were all kind of supported each other, I suppose, in the green room beforehand. She Bad. absolutely nailed it, may I add. She was yeah. amazing. Fiona and I were buzzing because she represented us perfectly and we were absolutely delighted. Yeah. Midnight and we left the studios and I was just like ran home for a glass of wine. I was and yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't think we ever walk in anywhere like you described to be like, oh, like yeah. we're nailing it. Boss I- bitches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're the most awkward turtles you'll ever meet. Yeah. Like, I don't think we've ever. Yeah. Um, and like, I think when you meet us, you know, we don't come across like that either. Yeah. We're, yeah, awkward turtles. But I think you can see that in your brand as well, that you're like three normal, just hardworking women that had a vision and skills and worked really, really hard and brought it to life. So that's incredible. So tell me um, if you had to give like the young aspiring, the little women. It's going to be like, we should call this episode Little Women. Um, <laughs> can we put <laughs> But if you had to give like that aspiring like girl that's growing up, that's, you know, even looking at your, your like your brand and going like, I really want to do that. Like what advice would you, would you give to that kind of, young aspiring entrepreneur? I think for me, if I was even talking to say my younger self, yeah, would be kind of, I think there's such um, kind of a classic assumption of kind of the path you should take, you know, and that a lot of people tend to follow. You know, you go to university, you go kind of get your job and then you kind of naturally progress promotions. You know, mm-hmm. you think there's a fixed way of doing things. But I think once you actually just scrap that and actually get off that kind of fixed path and do what you want to do, It's way more fun. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I would probably say to surround yourself with people who will support you and who will be there, um, both in a work setting in terms of, you know, as I've mentioned a million times, I love Lauren and Fiona, um, (laughs) but that like we are so supportive to each other and that is really important. Um, So 
I would say like on a work side, yes, surround yourself, but also outside of work. We've been like inundated and overwhelmed by the amount of people in our network who's been so supportive, men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely doesn't go unnoticed or unappreciated. So mm-hmm. I would probably say, yeah, definitely surround yourself by people and just go for it. Just do it. Like, do you not dream about it your whole life? Just go do it. And if you fail, no one cares. You can always go back to it. Like, yeah, the job you were in before. No one cares. Like, it's no big deal. I completely agree. I think like all of us have set up our businesses during the pandemic. And like that, it was a look, what have you got to lose? If Mm -hmm. you really want to do something, there actually is no right time. Like there's no time where you're like, when I do this or it's like when you say when this happens, then I'll be happy. But then you never really get to that place. So I think it's like just do it. And like that, if it fails, it fails. And I think when you're surrounded, even like for me, because, you know, a lot of it was like me by myself, like hustling and doing all of that. But it was really who you surround yourself with. So if I didn't have such a supportive family and friends where I'm like, okay, for the first 12 months, you probably won't see me that much. Or when you do, I'll be like, that cat. That's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Emerging that from the cage. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, please just, you know, have patience with me for like the first, even like 12 months where you know you have to put the really hard work in. But like that, like there was no one that was, that ever turned to me and said, you're doing the wrong thing. And I think if someone turns to you like that, they are not your friend. You need yeah. you need people supportive around you. Yeah. Even if you come up with an idea that they're probably like, oh, I don't know about that. And they just say, do you know what? Do it. We believe in you. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't work out, then that's fine. We're not going to say, I told you so. So I think definitely surrounding yourself with a good support network is like, is definitely amazing. Yeah, even to ask people all the things you don't know, because there's so yeah. many when you start a business, you have no idea the answer is to anything. Um, so to even for that network to just pick up the phone to people and be like, I have no idea how to do this. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's been so helpful for us along oh, along yeah. our way as well. Um, and we definitely don't know the answers to everything. Um, or anything. Or anything for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're constantly screaming at anyone to help us. Um, you know, and it's kind of just like, yeah, not being afraid to pick up the phone and ask anybody, you know. Yeah. Um, and there definitely is no right time as well. Like sitting the three of us here in this room and, you know, during a pandemic is definitely not the, probably the right time to start yeah. a business. But yeah. you just kind of have to go for it. When is the right time? It doesn't exactly. exist. Exactly. Definitely. Okay. So to to sum up and to finish up today, um, what is the what's the future looking like for Riley? Our our mission and our vision is really to make women's lives easier. We just want to give women a better life. So we want to continue to do that and to continue to do that in, in different places and in different ways as well. Um, our customer is everything to us. So we want to keep making sure that they're getting exactly what they want um, and, and what will make their lives easier as well. So definitely a lot of growth, um, which is really, really exciting um, for this year and um, moving forward as well. So yeah, big things on the horizon. Yeah, exactly. I think like, yeah, growth into new markets, growth in terms of our products. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're kind of looking at all sorts of angles at the moment. Fab, I cannot wait to see and to follow your journey. Anya, Lauren, it was an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. And thank you for taking the time to come in and have all the chats. And I wish you all the best and Fiona in spirit as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million, ladies. And yeah, we'll chat to you soon. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you so much again for listening. This podcast was recorded at the Republic of Work Studios on the South Mall, Cork's only fully serviced podcast studio in the heart of the city. 
Republic of Work creates a hassle-free, flexible workplace experience. A co-working community that inspires your best work. Think free coffee, fast Wi-Fi, meeting rooms and much more. Book your tour today at republicofwork.com.